Are you a woman in business, an entrepreneur, or thinking of becoming one? Are you a woman who sometimes struggles with money or debt? Would you like to increase your income, have financial power, and enjoy your life more? Hello, my name is Maureen Okina, and welcome to the Maureen Okina Show. In my podcast and video series, I share empowering and inspirational tips and advice with women, especially entrepreneurs, to help them become the best in life so that they can attract income that enables them to be financially independent. I share top tips in life mastery and financial principles. And this I have learned from six years of working in a top UK commercial high street bank and 30 plus years of life experience and thousands of hours of personal development and training, running an online and events business, including parenting four children. This has all helped me to arrive where I am, I am today. I take from my book, 31 Steps to Life Mastery, 12 Ways to a Success Mindset, 10 Ways to Making Money Online, and Investing for Beginners. I focus on life mastery, coaching, online selling, investing and money matters. My goal is to help women live a full, happy and successful life. I believe that when people have a purpose-driven life and a growth mindset, they can progressively become the best versions of themselves that God has created them to be. This ultimately, I believe, leads to success. I publish this podcast series every Monday to Friday at 1pm each day. You can download my episodes anytime on iTunes, SoundCloud and anywhere you listen to your podcast. And also find me on YouTube. Simply look for Maureen Okenda. And please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. So you don't miss anything. So today, I am going to be talking about money. We all look at money like it's not really an important commodity. But essentially, money is important in life. In fact, without money, we'll die. That's how the whole world is now. So money is very, very important. And how we manage money is even more important because I've heard stories of people who earn a lot of money and they have nothing to show for it. And people look up to them and think, um, Mr. A has works as a CEO of a um, top four company or for top 10 or whatever they call them. And um, how come, how come, how come he doesn't have enough money to give out to people? When we ask him for money, he's always saying he doesn't have, or um, how come he's living in such um meager conditions you know so the amount of money from my own experience uh, many many years ago i used to work a uh, um, used to organize an event called the money workshops and it was for young women to help them um manage money make money create money so that the families will enjoy life more and along the way i learned so much from organizing that event i learned so much about money that i didn't know before because i would honestly say i come from a background where Money wasn't really taught to me when I was a child. Um, my father was a well, was a successful lawyer to an extent, but he never really, or my mom never, they never really sat sat me down or my siblings down to say, "Oh, this is how money works. This is how you have to pick your money. Put this one here for food. This one for here. This one for that." So it was along the way I just developed myself and I learned so many things. I learned, I learned the envelope method, which I'm going to be talking about in another uh, podcast series. I learned. Um, how to have different bank accounts for um, 
different um, plans and goals you have in your life um, and especially working in a bank in a busy high street street commercial bank has really helped me uh, when it comes to managing money so my from my experience what I've, I've i've concluded now is that it's not how much you make that matters so you might make a lot but that's not what matters what matters is how you manage whatever you have so somebody with a little bit i've had stories like in nigeria about women who were maybe they just sold mats they made mats in their house and sold mats and they used the ink the profit from the mats to make more money um there's a story of a woman who um started with the basket with a basket weaving as i said and then she made some money and then she invested the money in so people will come to her and give her ideas and say mama why don't you do this why don't you do that you can do that so she employed more people to be making baskets for her she started making some money she sent her children to for to school to get education and education and then she now had about somebody who was selling a petrol station I think has one of her children was working at the petrol station and um, the petrol station owner wanted to sell the petrol station and he had of that that oh my boss wants to sell his petrol station he doesn't want it anymore and he's looking for people and he was desperate he was desperately looking for people so he just went to his mom and said that my boss is selling the petrol station if only we had money to buy it or put some shares in it or something like that you know so the mother was very thoughtful and she thought oh that's a very good idea maybe that will get them out of their their they were getting better but they were not like rich so they were not poor poor as before but they were not well to do so do you know what the woman did just like the woman in the bible when she went to um when jesus said to her and said go and gather all your she was she was in poverty and he said go and gather go and get as, as much oil as you she, as she go and get girl as much oil as you can and sell the oil so it was a kind of oil maybe it was olive oil or something like that but it was precious oil and she she went to as many people as possible and she went to collect oil and collect oil and then she sold it and that's how she got out of poverty so this is what this woman did she went to so many people and she was asking for um people to um con- to what do you call it you might call it a kind of share system or to be partners with her in her venture you know so she went to so many people and collected money eventually within a short time she got the money she needed and she went to go and she gave her some money to buy the petrol station so anyway today the story is um, a different story now they're multi 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 billionaires and um, they live in nigeria billionaires in naira maybe i don't know how much they're worth i know they're well to do they have no problem with money again so these are the principles of money that I have experienced and learned over time and which I'm beginning to put into practice. I'm a late starter, but uh, hey-ho, um, there's no time that is wrong. Uh, every time is the right time. This is the day that the Lord has made, so therefore let us rejoice and be glad in it. So um, if you are starting today and you're in debt and you are, you are struggling, today is a new day. Start today. Oh, that's all you need to do. Don't, don't waste time. So I believe that once you have heard a tip or an advice that can help you, just act on it immediately don't procrastinate and that's another podcast i'll be making as well about procrastination and how to stop it because that leads to failure in many cases but when you take action it leads to success so um let's talk about 12 ways to save money so these are very simple ways you can just try them out and um, see how it goes and when you're you're saving money please get back in touch with me let me know that it's working so that i can continue to push it and let other people know about how to save money so it's not about how much money you're making it's about how you're managing the money you're making and how you're investing it for 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 it to grow so that's the most important thing you have to have investment ideas but as i said this uh, podcast only focuses on how to save money and there'll be other podcasts on how to invest money and as i said i've worked in the bank for six years i have some experience of money and how money works and different schemes that people use because when people come to the bank they come with even if you've been educated in 
how to save money, um, create money, multiply your money. People will come into the bank with their own ideas. They've gone to financial advisors from different places, and they will come to you and they'll say to you, "This is what I've been doing." So some of the some of the uh, ideas and um, strategies they use work, and you will see it yourself. But some don't. So I, over the years, have have taken note of all the systems and strategies that work, and I've deleted the ones that don't work. It's, when they don't work, it's obvious because they lose money. They come into the bank and say, "Oh, they've lost this money or that money." Those schemes don't work. But the ones that work are the ones I'm going to be talking about. So 12 ways to save money. The first one step to save to saving your money, I believe, will be about your bank. So you have to think about the banks where you put your money in. You know, interest rates are very low now, but you could still shop around and look at different banks with at least a, a healthy um, interest. Um, but you have to remember that it's not not only any interest on your on your account, there's also interest taken away. So you have to know the difference between the interest uh, taken away from your bank and the interest that's been paid on. I think now there's hardly no um, um, very not um, zero or very little interest taken away. It comes on your your income. So if your income is under a threshold, you do not get any um, tax. Sorry, not interest tax. Tax taken away. So I'm talking about tax now. So accounts get taxed, and then you get interest. So you know have to know the difference between the interest so if your interest is like five percent and the tax taken away is like maybe one percent so that means money that you're going to get into your account will be four percent of your balance i i hope i'm clear so i'm not it's not interest i i I wanted to say tax so current accounts especially are taxed um some savings accounts are taxed as well but you need to find out from your bank if you are taxed or not so you need to find that out so um check to see with interest rate on uh, shop around to see the highest interest rate i know last year i opened an account that had five percent in it and that was nationwide but don't quote me you have to go to the bank and go and check yourself um there's a scheme out there so there are different schemes you have to know what schemes they are doing some of them they do the um three percent for example for a year and after 12 months it goes back to 0.1 percent so you have to be um or or you have to be on the lookout for you have to have a a record of how long your schemes um, last in each bank you are with, uh, when to move your money. So you have to be on your toes. So it's not like you're sitting back and putting your money somewhere and forgetting about it. You have to be checking all the time. Because some of these um, accounts go into like 0, 0.01, 0, 0.0, something like that. That makes no sense. So you have to, after um, an initial period has ended, you need to move your money and, and look for better options. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, you have to cancel unnecessary subscriptions. So last month I had to com- um, cancel a few subscriptions. Do you know I actually had one that was seventy pounds a month, and I never used it. I'm like, gosh, what kind of thing was that? What made me? So what happened was that I subscribed to a training kind of company, um, and I did a course with them, and I had to get a certificate, and I had to subscribe with them to get the course done and certificate. But afterwards, I forgot to cancel. So last week I just saw 70 pounds go and they said, what? You don't know what's happening now. Sorry, I'm canceling that. So cancel all unnecessary subscriptions. Go for your bank and cancel them. Um, next one, number three, is to automate your transfers. So if you have a transfer, like maybe you're transferring you transfer money to your children or you transfer money to um, your family or 
transform into a company, whatever it is that you do, like standing orders or direct debits, um, it's best for you to automate them. So because when you do that, you, you there's no possibility that you're going to forget to pay, and then they will now increase your um, charge. They'll charge you for missing or date or something like that. So but if it's automated, like my bills are all automated. I had to go into any bank or pay or start calling people to say let let me pay this so everything's automated so you know that that's that money all the expenses calculate how much everything is going to be if it's going to be 500 pounds all together for your expenses just you budget that in your in your on your balance i know that every month 500 pounds is going out towards all my expenses and do not um sign up to any kind of direct debit that fluctuates like maybe this month is going to be 70 pounds next month is going to be 90 and it's going up and getting more they have to like send you a letter or an email to warn you first before your direct debit increase you have to get into that agreement with them that you are not taking out any direct debit from account that's going up suddenly you have to um, inform me first before that happens number four so number four we're going to be talking about setting up spending rules so um it's good to have a spending rule so how do you spend like i said before there's the envelope method method and i'm going to just briefly talk about that so what that does is that um you withdraw money from your bank that's for people who can handle it so let's say your expenses are 500 so and then you have all together and then you have your electric bill your gas bill all the bill, different bills food transport so you have an envelope a small envelope for each um expense so you write transport on one food on one um, going out and um, electric gas countertax uh, dvla um, insurance so you put all the names on each envelope and then how much it is that you want to pay for each um expense to go into the envelopes so let's say food is 50 you put 50 pounds in there let's say electric bill is 20 pounds every month you put 20 pounds in there but this system is only good for people who want to be going to the bank to go and pay post office to go and pay because they cannot control money in their bank maybe maybe because you go out and then you start spending on your cards anyhow so the money is withdrawn and it's in your house so it means that it's not your bank anymore and you can't spend it so that's that system is good for this kind of people but if you are the kind of person that when you see money in your envelope you're going to spend it you're going to say oh, there's 40 pounds here let me spend it quickly and then i'll put it back then it's not it's not for you you can't use that method it's only for people who are really really um, um disciplined and they are not going to use the money they know that this money is for um, this money here is for petrol in the car, ten pounds for the month, and I'm not touching it. There's no emergency that will make you touch it because it's gone already. That is good for those kind of people. But if not, you can use that system. So that's what I'm saying. You are spending certain spending rules. You have to set set your rules. That okay, I'm going to be buying food once a week. I'm going to the food market once a week, and that's it. I'm going to spend twenty pounds, and that's it. I'm going to go out with my friends and spend one hundred pounds every month. After one hundred pounds, there's nothing else. I'm setting aside some money for charity and it's 10 pounds every month once i've given out 10 pounds that's it it's gone so these are the setting rules you have to set for yourself you have to know how much income you have how much your expenses are and how much you have left over if what you use the difference between your income and from all sources that you get income from and all the expenses if the difference is very low then you have to work hard at reducing those expenses or increasing your income so the different ways to increase your income and the different ways to increase and um, decrease your expenses and that's what we're talking about now about saving money okay so you need to have set spending rules so spending rules can include things like so this would be my number four so spending rules can include things like only buying what you what you need and not what you want so there's a difference between want and need so need is i need 
to buy a loaf of bread every week for breakfast. I need to buy a bottle of milk for the whole family every week for, for um, the cereals. But when you start adding things like, and um, uh, let's buy raisins to add to the breakfast, or let's buy some kind of breakfast cereal bar. That's those are those are things that you want. They're not necessary. They're not needs. Neither I want to buy fruit, vegetables, carbohydrates, and proteins. So if you start buying biscuits and sweets and crisps, those are wants. Okay. Now. Now that everybody's at home, city number five, now that everybody's at home and we're under lockdown, we're not going out to work, we're working from home. Uh, if you're not working from home, if you, but you're still at home, right? So buses are free now. The trains are not working as such. So that means when, when you used to go to work, you had some transport money. So that transport money is now some money that you shouldn't be touching because you're meant to be going to work and coming back. That's if you're not being followed. But if you have that money, it's better for you to put that money aside for rainy, for a rainy day. It could be for anything. So let's just go into your emergency fund. So you have an emergency fund that is now building up because you are saving it to one side. So you've all been at home for like between um, four weeks and seven weeks now. So let's say you've been spending 30 pounds on going to work. You've not been spending that 30 pounds. So that's 30 times seven. That's 210 pounds, which will be in your emergency fund. So you start building that up and leaving it there as part of your emergency fund. Don't spend it. I do add, add it to your um, stocking food, like I'm stocking on food, and then you add that money. You no, know, don't do that. You put it aside. Then number six, spend less time on shopping online. I know that most most of the shops have closed now, and so everybody's at home. But what ha- what can be um, very tempting is for you to just go online and say, oh, let me just go to IKEA and look at what they what they're selling. Or oh, let me just buy a new dress. Oh, everything is now. Um, uh, 70% off on pretty little thing. Oh, I could, I could buy 10 clothes, 10 dresses for 20 pounds each, you know, so that when I go back to work, I'll have something to wear. You have something to wear right now, right? Where were you? Where, where were you have now? Yeah, and then wait for us to go back to work. Then when you go back to work, then you can down start looking. And I can assure you that by, by the time you start looking, the prices will have gone up because you will all be going back to work and the shops will take away their 70%. But you're not going to buy 10 clothes, uh, dresses because you won't need them. So you probably buy only one or two. Okay, so let's spend less time on shopping online and then try to spend more time. So you need to be creative now because when we are creative, we are less bored, we are less uh, likely to go online and say that we want to go and buy this and buy that and just use your cards and Amazon is coming every day knocking on your door. Um, so let's be creative. Let's do different things like be creative. You could try writing something that you've never written before, write a journal of your experience, you know what has been happening. You can do some self-development. Um, so it's not like it's not like you have some like we have so much time to do different things because we are still working. Like for me, for example, I'm still working from nine to uh, eight to four every day. And whatever spare time I have was what I used to have before anyway. But you can fill that time up with like self-development and um, learn new things. You can learn how to play the piano. Um, you can learn how to sing. You can teach your children how to um, play basketball. You know, maybe you don't have a basketball next, but you can teach them some board games. You know, like Monopoly. I used to love Monopoly when I was younger. So things that will take you away from the computer. Okay. So that's number seven, and then take each day at a time. So that feeds into the shopping online and buying clothes because everything's on sale and stuff like that. Take it as a time. We don't know when we're going back to work. It might be two, it might be in two weeks' time, it might be in for a month's time. We're not sure. But when we go back to work, it's not going to be the same again. 
so you don't have to stock your house with food you don't have to stock your house with clothes or shoes you don't need all these things as we have we not all seen now that all these things that we're doing is just vanity vanity upon vanity okay so you don't need it's better to live a simple life simple house simple everything all right okay all right so i talked about reducing your bills is number eight so you can reduce reduce your bills furthermore and you do this by looking at your your expenses look at, like me for example i've looked at my electric and gas bill and i'm thinking oh gosh this is a lot of money coming out from my account every month why how is this happening so i've called them up i chatted to them online and i've said to them you need to look at my bill again i think i'm paying too much so they told me to um, send in my what's it called the number on the gas meter gas reading yeah that's it so i send that to them and i'm sure they're going to come back to tell me that i've overpaid and i need to be um giving a kind of this um what do you call it some money voucher for i don't think they give you back money this electric people and gas i don't think so so i'm expecting a, a discount anyway and um, a less um a reduction in the amount of money i pay every month okay another number nine is about um tip to saving money is to buy less of good quality food if you buy less of good quality food it's going to cost you some money so for example if you want to buy organic chicken for example you might buy a whole organic chicken in the shop for maybe nine pounds for one and you buy ordinary chicken for nine pounds that would be like maybe four or five fat chickens you know but what i've realized is that when you buy organic organic chicken do you know that you stay fuller for longer the taste is better you chew it more and you enjoy it more and you're more satisfied when you finish eating it that's my own experience my own personal experience you need to try to find out vegetables taste nicer it's like vegetables organic vegetables taste, taste sweet and you just enjoy them more so but the non-organic ones are like lots and lots you buy lots and lots and lots for that amount of money lots and lots and more you enjoy it less so you need to, it's like you need something else to eat after you've eaten your food and you're just, because you're looking for that satisfaction so in that way you are um you are spending more money on on less quality food and so my advice is that you spend um buy quality food you might spend more a little bit more money but you're going to long run you're going to spend less on food generally because you're not going to be um eating all these little other things that you think will make you satisfied spending more money to buy all those things so your, your heart is full of biscuits and sweets and everything you eating food you know but you still want to eat biscuits sweet because you are looking for that satisfaction which when you buy organic food is not the same okay so number 11 avoid getting bored be creative so i've talked about that before be creative so just try not to be bored you could tidy up your house clean your house um so that it stops you from going on your phone browsing on facebook on instagram and looking at all these beautiful things and say oh these are the new shoes they are wearing now oh i need to get that you quickly run to amazon and go and order it so if you are creative and you're doing things you spend less money and then number 12. number 12 is to um get your credit status checked okay get your credit status checked because when you when you have good a good credit status it means that when you apply for um, credit cards and uh, loans or whatever you want to buy and um, um, get you get them at a cheaper rate so you save money in the long run so when you when you check your state uh, credit status make sure you find out how to increase it and how to make it better that's another podcast for another day anyway so in under this um heading as well this tip um check your bank 
and credit card rewards they might give you some rewards at bank um check that you're using them so for me for example it's like there's some discounts in the shop so they'll tell you to go to different shops and they might give you like 70 percent discount and um cashbacks my bank yeah they do that a lot something there no no um yeah cashback on when you spend the card so these are all the 12 tips i have on how to save money when you're working from home or you're under lockdown so there are other ways as well but today these are the 12 ways i'm focusing on i hope you find some of them useful and if you do please get in touch to let me know so that i to know what to do so i know the ones that are working um so far these ones have all worked for me but there are other, there are other ways as well but these are the main ones that have worked for me all right then i hope you can um make good use of these tips and please share and teach other people these ways and methods too all right until we meet again more in take care and have a lovely day